Welcome to Tattooed Freaks in Business Suits, recorded live in the kitchen from the Personal Touch Career Services in Denver, Colorado. I am your host, Donna Shannon. As a professional career coach, I help people navigate the hiring maze to get the jobs they really love. In addition to working with job seekers one-on-one, I do have a book available. You can find How to Get a Job Without Going Crazy on Amazon. My guest today is Natalie Asper-Carnes. Did I pronounce that correctly? Absolutely. Oh, yay. Always happy when I nail that one. And uh, she's going to be talking about her experience in leading a lot of virtual meetings. So that will be awesome. Anyways, our show's purpose is to explore and redefine the world of work, especially as Gen X millennials and those to come after seek positions of leadership that still allow them to be themselves. So every show, we explore a topic related to business or job searching, and of course, we're going to talk about tattoos. Our sponsor is the Personal Touch Career Services, Denver's top-rated career coaching service. We focus on the practical tools for your job search, including resumes, LinkedIn profiles, job search coaching, and ongoing classes, both online and in person. So check out our ridiculously long website, Personal Touch careerservices.com. Once again, that's personaltouchcareerservices.com, or you know, you can just Google it. So hi, Natalie. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for uh, inviting me. Excellent. So I always like to have people just tell us a little bit more about them. So why don't you give us some of your background and what you do and what you're known for? All right. Well, I'm a veteran estate manager and the former president of the Domestic Estate Management Association's virtual chapter, which brought together professionals in the luxury lifestyle management industry from across the globe. Cool. Cool. Uh, So let's dive a little bit more into what that means with having these virtual chapters. So how was that uh, organized? How did that work? So we'd start by planning 12 major topics each year, and then we would take a weekly deep dive into a portion of that month's topic. Um, Every tiny detail would reside in a Google Doc for our team to access and manage remotely. Uh, The meetings start off with a few housekeeping items, which guide participants in the best online meeting practices, followed by an introduction about the association as a whole. Then I would introduce the topic of the week and the subject matter expert. Uh, After that, we launch into the topic, which includes um, why we should concern ourselves with such information, common pitfalls, industry best practices, and how to contact our guest offline for information later on. After the presentation um, or interview, we would move on to a Q&A section where attendees would submit their questions through a chat box, and I would filter those back to the guest for their opinion or further discussion. Once we ended the recording, recorded part of our meeting, we would open the meeting for networking where anyone could ask anything related to the industry. Cool. Were you finding that you were getting a lot of people scattered like all over the U.S. and internationally? Yes, globally as well. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I just started back in fall of 2019 to do virtual chapter meetings for my Job Seekers Networking Group. So it's called the Brown Bag Job Search Group here in Denver. And we combine live meetings. So we meet on the third Wednesday of the month in person and just started those virtual meetings on like the second Thursday of the month. 
And it's been really exciting because uh, even though I'm based here in Denver, I do work with clients across the country. And we've gotten people log in for those meetings from San Diego and Dallas and New York, as well as the base of here in Colorado and also people up in the mountains, because that's about a two or three hour drive to come down and meet with us in person. So it's a really cool option to help people connect. And I think that's one of the things that's to, important to keep in mind too, because this is not like a static webinar. It's no. not where you just sit there and you be quiet. We encourage interaction, right? Yes, um, but when they're, when they're asked to. <laughs> <laughs> you can interact, but you better behave. <laughs> yeah, then I like to start things off when, when my virtual meetings, we do introductions basically around the quote room. So everybody can share who they are. And I usually ask, you know, name, title, what kind of jobs they're looking for, or what they hope to get out of the group. Then we do the presentation and then we do the open networking at the end. That's pretty much the format we used as well. Great. So why do you think this format is valuable? Um, I think, well, first of all, it provides consistency between each episode so to say. And um, it also allows me as the moderator to reduce any re redundancy of information. Okay. And let's compare this to social media. So a lot of times people think of virtual networking. I think automatically we go to thinking about LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the big differences between that and a, like a virtual online meeting is the actual meeting itself has live you've got the instant reaction with someone else. Whereas if you're messaging somebody through LinkedIn, it's static. Yeah, it could take three months before they reply. Yeah, if ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, I know that you were the chapter president for the virtual chapter of DEMA for about two years, right? Yes. So what were some of the triumphs and challenges that you faced? Well, Last year as a whole was rather challenging uh, in that I was fairly sick and I was coughing for several months. Um, our live audience was very kind and they didn't seem too bothered by it. Um, but, and we were able to edit out most of the interruptions before posting our meetings to our archives. Um, but that was really annoying <laughs> and embarrassing mm -hmm. for me. Um, some triumphs, uh, I'd have to start with the amazing subject matter experts that I've met along the way. Um, not to mention that adding this experience to my resume should become very valuable in future job searches. Right, of course, of course. Um, no, one question I do have when it came, because you would also post your content online afterwards so people could come and watch yes. uh, the meeting if they happen to miss the live one. Yes. And were those like archived where people could go back and see all two years worth? Yes. See, that's one of the things I'm doing a little bit different. So okay. I'm trying to get people to engage on the live meeting more. So if they sign up through, our group is organized through Meetup. So if you want to find it, look for Brown Bag Job Search Group on meetup.com. No. <laughs> Little bit of self-promotion in there, but I only post that link live for about two to four weeks. And it has to be for people who signed up for the meeting itself because I want to not turn this into just 
website content that they're going to go back over and over. I want it to be really about building relationships with people in the groups. Right. And, and our focus, we had a twofold focus was one was the networking side of it, but also um, to, we wanted to become a really valuable resource tool. And um, for a private service professional in the luxury industry we're in, um, you know, a topic might be completely irrelevant to us the week it airs, mm-hmm. but months down the road, our, our employers turn to us and say, hey, we need X now. And they're, and you know, bing, a bell goes off and they remember, hey, I think our group talked about that. And they can go back in the archives and they can find, okay, you know, what were the best practices? You know, what are the pitfalls? Who was the industry expert? How do I contact them at four in the morning from their pillow? You know, right. and you know, it, it um, yeah. So that, that's, that's why we, we offer that to our membership only base. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important too, from any association and what they offer. i I get a lot of people ask me nowadays, uh, why should I get, especially like millennials or Gen Zs who are coming into it? They're like, I went to this association meeting in person and there was nobody there who could help me get a job. So why am I doing this? It's like, well, it's all the professional development and the networking and building the relationships, not just working the room and trying to shove your resume at people. That's not what networking is about. Exactly. And And virtual chapters work that same way. Right. All right, cool. So what are some of the tips you have for people who, uh, to really make the most of a virtual meeting? Um, well, first, with your, as far as your camera set, settings, um, I always suggest that people have their camera on as long as they are ready to attend a professional meeting. Um, if you can't, uh, if you're in a in a place where there might be, you know, um, you know, you can't disclose your location because of an NDA, or um, you happen to be sick at home and that's the only reason you can attend, or what, you know, you're sick in bed, whatever. Um, then make sure that you have a photo of your face uploaded to your profile so mm-hmm. that it, your login shows your face. Um, people make visual connections, and how are they supposed to remember which Sue or Steve they wanted to connect with after the meeting? Right. I, that's an excellent tip. I hadn't yeah. even thought of that one. <laughs> um, and then how, uh, as far as dressing for the environment, dress like you're attending in person, you know, take a shower, wear a nice shirt or jacket and, and don't forget to wear pants. What? Who needs <laughs> pants? <laughs> that doorbell's going to ring and you're going to jump up before you hit, you, you know, turn off your camera and you really don't want to go there. Right. And all of these are being recorded. So that's the other thing you're keeping more on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. What about like backgrounds or kind of the environment around you? Does that really matter? Um, as long as it's not very distracting. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you know, sit against a plain wall, uh, with, you know, with your back to a wall or, um, you know, sometimes a window, but then the lighting gets tricky. So, um, I avoid windows. Um, uh, you can also um, buy a really inexpensive green screen on um, Amazon. You can um, buy a really great camera on Amazon as well. Uh, I, I recommend a Logitech uh, camera. Um, and uh, by using a green screen, you can upload um, virtual backgrounds, which are mm. fantastic. 
Uh, and that way it doesn't matter where you are. Uh, and you can put some of the portable pop-up green screens you can take with you on vacation. Um, it doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> so. There you go. Uh, I think it's also important to try to keep a quiet environment. So yeah. if you're at like a coffee shop or something like that, you might want to go to a, a headset or earbuds or something like that. Right. Well, I actually rec recommend keeping your sound off at all times until you're called upon. Um, and yes, it takes a few seconds for people to turn back on, the, you know, turn their audio back on, but you don't want to hear every dog bark or doorbell or phone ring. Um, and even hearing someone typing in the background is super distracting to anyone attending. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you can't edit that out. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's all in the same mix. Oh, what about like internet connection? Do you recommend anything, uh, considerations with that one? So when you plan to attend these meetings and it's a network, it's a networking opportunity, plan to reach out to at least two people each time you attend a virtual gathering. Um, have your contact info pasted to a handy place on your desktop and copy and paste a short message with your contact information saying that you enjoyed their comments and would like to connect offline. You know. So is that something like you would send as a message like within the chat feature or to individual people? Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, so what are some of the ways that you would track them down just like generally LinkedIn or other ideas? I don't necessarily uh, suggest stalking people, especially because most people log in with, you know, something other than their full name or, you know, um, but, but at least offering your information so they know how to find you. That makes sense. That makes sense. So uh, any interesting success stories or funny stories that relate to your experiences so far? Well, very early in the, um, in the virtual chapters existence, uh, we had an attendee who was probably homesick in bed and she had her camera on and she was eating her breakfast in bed and she kept picking her nose. Oh, and <laughs> oh, at fun. Uh, yeah, it, we could never forget that one. It's seared into my brain. Oh man. Ah. Did you just like click to turn her camera off after a while? I, I, so the way we work is uh, I have a tech person um, running the back side of the meeting and I run the front front of the house side of the meeting. And um, I was messaging her frantically at both my, you know, texting her on my phone and in the chat, the private chat box, you know, quick, shut her off fast. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> there were a lot of other distracting things, but that really one took, that one took the cake. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard of that one before. That's yeah. certainly interesting. All right. Uh, so one of the other things is how often should virtual meetings be held? I know Demi used to do them once a week. We tend to do our virtuals once a month. Does it matter as long as it's consistent? I, I think consistency is first and foremost, but what we did was um, because we had a global audience and it, we were never gonna make it convenient for everyone um, with people being around the globe. I mean, so, so we did it on noon on Tuesdays 
uh, noon Eastern on Tuesdays. And noon Eastern on Tuesdays is 9 a.m. in LA and it's, you know, dinner time in, in London and it's the middle of the night in uh, Australia. And we had members around the globe. So um, we just picked a day and time that worked best for everyone on our leadership team and went with it. Um, and from there, uh, the reason we did weekly is our member base tends to get very distracted and pulled away from their agenda each day. Um, and so if it's always at noon on Tuesdays, um, they always knew that, you know, oh my gosh, it's almost noon on Tuesdays. I want to go to the, you know, and they could jump in. Um, but as soon as you, as soon as we would jump to um, every other week or, or every third week or, or, you know, what, or try to tweak it at all, um, we would lose a tremendous amount of our following. Right. Um, so it, it had a huge difference. I, I think consistency is, is the number one key. Um, but you also have to have the, uh, the meaty content to back it up. And so having meeting just to have a meeting to stay on schedule isn't necessarily um, a better option than um, meeting monthly. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, so we get to come to one of my favorite parts of the shows where we get to talk about tattoos. But Natalie, you don't have a tattoo, do you? No, I'm no. mortified of needles. I can't do it. So if you were to get a tattoo, what would you get? Well, I kind of give that some thought. Um, you know, a, a pair of lips on my cheek uh, might be interesting. Now, is that uh, like a facial tattoo we're talking about or... <laughs> <laughs> um, or um you know a tiny little leprechaun somewhere to always carry a, a bit of the luck of the irish with me right but that one's not on your butt no no <laughs> that's always the important part to remember well natalie thank you very much for your time today and how can people get in touch with you um they can find me on linkedin and my LinkedIn address is linkedin.com slash in slash Lady Butler Natalie. And um, I recently got engaged. So my last new last name will be Hudson, H-U-D-S-O-N. Oh, yay. Congratulations. Uh, when, when that'll happen, but sometime this year. So uh, we haven't picked a date yet. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And uh, as... Y'all know my name is Donna Shannon with Personal Touch Career Services. As my producer always reminds me to say, if you like our episodes, give us a little like and follow us. If you don't like it, keep your comments to yourself. Well, thank you very much. And I shall talk to you again later.